0: to the Red Pill Sports Podcast, combating Woke Inks takeover of sports. Welcome to the Red Pill Sports Podcast, combating Woke inc takeover of sports. Red Pill Sports Podcast, sports done right. Alright, welcome to the Red Pill Sports Podcast. This is Donnie Copeland, your host. And yeah, I've been doing this for uh, what nine months now and still can't figure out how to do an intro. But hey, that's the way it is uh, on this wonderful Tuesday evening. I hope you're doing well and we're looking forward to a great show tonight. We're going to be talking about Disney and ESPN's brand new hero. But then the question uh, is demanded of ESPN and Disney. Where is your heroine? Uh, And uh, we'll dig into that here in just a moment. We are brought to you by none other than Red River Auto. Uh, That's redriverauto.com, the most patriotic uh, car dealership in America. If you are looking for a new or used car, do us a favor and do business with some great patriots. And that is the Red River Auto Group, redriverautogroup.com. Also, we're brought to you by MyPillow, mypillow mypillow.com and uh, the wonderful folks there at My Pillow, and use that promo code RED and get a phenomenal savings. Boy, during this hot uh, time of the year, make sure you get the Giza Dream Sheets. Uh, man, there is nothing like them. Use that promo code RED and get uh, a great discount, additional discounts. They're always running specials there at MyPillow.com. So thank you to our sponsors. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing the show. Uh, You can follow us. You can follow me at Donnie Copeland on Twitter or MyRedPillSports on Twitter. Uh, Also on Facebook at RedPillSports, Truth Social, uh, also on Gab. I'm not on Gab as much. I should be uh, and work even harder at that because... Apple has suspended them from the App Store. So it's a little more difficult to post there. You have to stop and uh, copy and paste and that type of thing. But we need to support them. Uh, We don't normally go through all the stuff going on in the NBA and NFL uh, and Major League Baseball, which is going on right now, uh, and then off-season, college, sports. Because you can get that on any sports media. So what we try to do here at the Red Pill Sports Podcast is delve into the political side of sports and point out the gross hypocrisy uh, that... uh, And we try not to always, always be negative. We try to do this the most positive light possible. But we do want to point out the things that maybe you listen to ESPN. A lot of you probably have gotten off ESPN like you have Fox News, uh, but you still pick up stuff from uh, Fox Fox Sports 1, perhaps ESPN or whomever, and uh, don't always pick up on uh, the the agendas that they are promoting. So we try to do this without uh, black helicopters and too much uh, conspiracy theory, Uh, but at the same time, We are going to point out some things, and we're going to be doing that tonight. And uh, an article caught my attention last week, and it was the huge news, Uh, not the first gay, but the first male, so we got to qualify this stuff, the first male uh, gay personality, our coach, uh, to come out of the closet. And to, to be gay. Now, here, here's a, and, and we're going to delve into this tonight, because Disney, who owns ESPN, their new hero, it's not some uh, coach who's transforming his community. It's not some player or coach that is a great family man and is doing great work in his hometown, uh, has great initiatives. There's a lot of that really positive stuff. No, no, no. ESPN and Disney, the parent company of ESPN's new hero, is a young man by the name of Kevin Maxson, who is the strength coach, not the head coach, not the assistant, not the offensive or defensive coordinator. No, he's the strength coach. Not that that's not a, a, a thing uh, for the Jackson, Jacksonville Jaguars. And he has come out as gay. He's tired of hiding. He's tired of being um, you know, in the closet. So he's come out. He's uh, – he. The the article said, you know, he's tired of being at barbecues and everybody's talking about their lover and their their loved ones and their husband and their wife and he can't talk about his, uh, and so uh, he's he's coming out of the closet and so that automatically uh, makes him a hero. Now, first glance, you would automatically assume that we're homophobic, that we hate gay people, that, um, you know, that we have some axe to grind with people. Who are uh, you know? Who choose and again I say choose, not born, but choose a different lifestyle, a lifestyle that is contrary to society, contrary to God's word, contrary to uh, basic human norms. uh, That we we hate those folks. Well, let me let me clarify that I don't hate Kevin Maxon any more than I hate good close friends and people I know very well that have cheated on their spouse, that have torn families apart. Uh, I'm disgusted by their behavior. I'm disgusted that they would do what they would do. Uh, I'm disgusted that they would choose uh, to follow their animalistic instincts rather than uh, the societal norms and, more importantly, uh, the norms and the guidelines laid out by uh, the instruction manual of life, the Bible, uh, and I understand there's a lot of people that don't believe in the Bible, don't believe in God, I, I get that, uh, but there, there's a lot of people that don't believe in the Bible, don't believe in God, who don't cheat on their spouse, who continue in the societal norms. Um, and so at first glance, you would think, oh, well, this is a show about hate. and No, no, it's, it's simply pointing out the absurdity that that ESPN would take what would be, uh, in essence, their prime real estate, which is their homepage of their website, uh, and on uh, being leading stories on their on their sports cast, uh, that a strength coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars has come out as gay, and so now he is by default, uh, ESPN. And uh, Disney's uh, new hero, because he is gay. Now, here's a question for you: If gay is so normal, if homosexuality is so normal, transvestite is so normal, then why are we celebrating it? We don't. No one celebrated that. Uh, you know, some guy got engaged to uh, some heterosexual. Got engaged. No one is. Uh, you know some guy some wide receiver coach or some other strength coach says hey uh, i want to announce that uh, you know i have a girlfriend and uh, we're going to get married well that's not front page news that's normal right uh, so that's that's not groundbreaking now we're told constantly that uh, that homosexuality is is normal it's 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 just as normal as breathing it's there's nothing abnormal about it. So then, why are we celebrating? Why are we having parade? We don't have heterosexual parades. Uh, so therein, uh, again, if you if you stop and think about it, that that in and of itself lets you know that there's. And then, why are you hiding? What what if if you're in the closet and you couldn't say anything about it? Oh, it's because people will treat you uh, differently. Well. Really, you you really don't think people knew? You think you hid that from your teammates or from the players that you know? I mean, people are not you know ignorant. It, can, can that sometimes be uh, hidden? Sure, but not generally. Uh, so, uh, so so that's one thing. The the second thing is, um, you know, uh, Kevin Maxson is homosexual. Uh, so. We're celebrating that Kevin Maxson is living a lifestyle that is not societal norms. Now, that's becoming more and more commonplace, but because it's becoming more and more commonplace, does not make it normal. Uh, And I would submit to you, just as abnormal is a man who cheats on his wife, a woman who cheats on her husband. Those are, in God's eyes, and in societal norms, actually. Uh, outside of the Bible, outside of God, is just as abnormal. Uh, but we don't celebrate and say, "Oh, uh, you know, wide receiver or running back coach, so and so from this team, uh, we're celebrating him today because he cheated on his wife." Uh, no, we don't do that. That's that's absurd, right? So why would we uh, celebrate one abnormal deviation from? Uh, nor, sexual norms, uh, beha- sexual normal behavior with hu- uh, of humans, and celebrate another. It's because there is the agenda to make what is abnormal normal. We've actually done this for years with adultery and uh, fornication, and that is sex outside of mar- uh, sex uh, outside of being married. Adultery is sex with someone else other than your. Sp- uh, your spouse uh, within the confines of marriage, and so um, we, we've we've normalized that. So we don't even notice that anymore because it's on every movie, it's on every show, uh, practically. Uh, so we've so normalized that that is we don't even think about it. But in uh, society, and in when you get down to the ground level of, of the family unit, you get down to. Uh, whether it be a church or a club or a school or a team, and you've got, uh, you've got two men working there and one's sleeping, you know, having an uh, adulterous affair with the other's wife, that is the recipe for a huge uh, brouhaha, for a huge uh, disruption in the chemistry of whatever that organization may be. Why? Because it is not normal and because it is destructive. To society, so it is with adultery, so it is with homosexuality, so it is with fornication and uh, with uh, 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 I think I said adultery. So uh, that that being said, so I want to lay the groundwork that this is not a show about hating Kevin Maxon. This is, but I wanted to show because this is really not even about Kevin Maxon, uh, because Kevin Maxson came out as gay. I don't know if he got up and did a press conference or whatever. Uh, and and why would anybody care if it's so normal? But I, I'm, not, I'm not bagging or, or, or slamming on Kevin Maxson uh, this, uh, in this episode. Who I'm, I'm slamming is Disney and ESPN, that this is not a sports story. You would say, well, wait a minute, you, you've made it a sports story. Yeah, because ESPN has tried to normalize it, so I've got to come back in now. And point out the absurdity of it. So here we are. Um, so Kevin Maxson right now but is, is the hero of, of Disney, of ESPN. Um, and so this begs another question that we need to explore because it wasn't too long ago. In fact, it was in 2021, less than two years ago, there was another hero. Uh, but this wasn't a hero. This was a heroine. This was a woman by the name of Katie Sowers. Katie Sowers uh, started out uh, as an intern for the uh, Atlanta Falcons. And then she moved on to the San Francisco 49ers. And she was a full-time assistant uh, on the San Francisco 49ers. Now, what you didn't hear when Katie Sowers was hired uh, I think she may have been a volunteer intern at the Falcons. She could have been paid. Certainly wasn't full-time, I know that for sure. She was not even full-time with the uh, with 49ers, but you didn't hear that either. It was only during the football season. You also didn't hear that she was a part of a diversity program. It was the only reason she got hired, and the money was put up by the NFL's diversity program. So instead of black coaches Instead of uh, Hispanic coaches, instead of coaches that are actually qualified uh, being given those positions, it was given to a girl for the one and only purpose that she was gay. She was a lesbian, and that's why she was given it. So uh, during the Super Bowl, where the 49ers lost, uh, she was, I believe that was 2021 or 20, uh, yeah, 2021, uh, she was actually, there was a piece done uh, during the Super Bowl about this historic moment Uh, that this gay woman was... uh, The only thing that would have made it more fantastic for ESPN and Disney is if she'd have been a transvestite. But, you know, they only could go get two out of three. She was a lesbian, a gay woman uh, in the NFL. What they didn't tell you was that uh, she virtually had no uh, zero impact. She had zero, um, you know, knowledge to, to share... Uh, quite honestly, and I'm just being forthright, uh, you know, probably she and I could contribute uh, evenly. I actually played high school, football in high school. I actually could probably have lent more to that team, but not much more, to be quite honest. But she certainly didn't. And that's nothing against her as a woman. That's nothing against her as a lesbian. That is just simply the fact that she had no. She played in some obscure uh, women's tackle football league, uh, and that's the only thing that she had in her pedigree. So, what what we've done is forced uh, a spot where there's constant uh, a barrage of we need more black coaches, we need more uh, minority coaches in the NFL. But instead of giving one of those uh, spots to uh, a a, a experienced uh, ex-football player, or maybe really good coach, uh, and let them break through. That's been on the collegiate level, or maybe been, uh, you know, uh, a, a graduate assistant, even in in college, or been an intern on a pro team, and giving him that spot. We give it to a lesbian woman who has zero, um, zero experience. Because it's all about uh, the agenda. It's all about the agenda is to bring, is to make the abnormal. If you say it enough, if you show it enough, if you promote it enough, then people get tired of hearing it. They cut it off and the abnormal becomes normal. But the fact doesn't change that you took a slot, you gave it to a woman. And what better place than San Francisco, right? Right. Uh, Man, they would applaud that, and the NFL applaud it. And it's so, so hypocritical. Um, And so here's the – again, we started out talking about Kevin Maxson, the gay strength coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, And so he's the present hero of the NFL. He's the face of Disney uh, because he's gay, not because he's a great strength coach. He may be the best strength coach in the NFL – I don't know, and I don't know if he's bad or good. Obviously, he's pretty good, or he wouldn't be the head strength coach uh, of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, that's I mean, that's just uh, my own personal opinion without knowing anything about him. So this has no no bearing on his sexuality. It's just absurd and totally ridiculous. That's exactly what it is. So, uh, but that's not the end of the story uh, because the the title of the story tonight is. Uh, is that Kevin Maxson right now is the hero? But where is our heroine? Where is Katie Sowers? Uh, we all heard all about Katie Sowers. Uh, and again, this is not against Katie Sowers. Listen, if if the Forty ers would hire me and pay me a hundred fifty thousand a year to walk around and and point and and chase footballs and set up cones and go get you know lunch and and uh, coffee for the. Uh, why the wide receiver coaches and the offensive coordinator I, I would jump at it in a minute so this is not about Katie Sowers this is the ridiculousness of ESPN Disney and the NFL uh, you know that, that's what this is about so but the, here's the question the question is where is Katie Sowers well Katie Sowers lasted two years for the 49ers and she quietly moved to the Kansas City Chiefs uh, and was with the Kansas City Chiefs All of eight months, okay? She was with the Kansas City Chiefs for eight months. But she's no longer with the Kansas City Chiefs. But you didn't hear that. In fact, you didn't know. You knew probably, if you're a diehard sports fan, you knew that she, you probably didn't know she was with the Atlanta Falcons. You probably knew because it was part of the Super Bowl uh, pregame that she was a coach, and I'm using air quotes there, uh, with the 49ers for a year and a half, two years. But you probably certainly didn't know that she had been, uh, she had moved over to the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I think uh, from everything that I've been able to read, because they, they don't re- report this stuff, that she was, this money was being put up by the NFL. And I think the 49ers said, look, we'll take her and let her, you know, walk around, put up cones, go get coffee for the offensive coordinator, uh, point, you know, maybe lie in the fields. Uh, and, you know, lace up some cleats and, uh, you know, y'all do a story on her and put up uh, tackle dummies or, or whatever. And, uh, and she may have been the brightest football mind that has ever lived, too. That is a possibility. But what I know is that she lasted a year and a half, two years with the 49ers and quietly went to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And I think all of that was paid for uh, they haven't divulged this, but I know her salary was paid for by the NFL with the 49ers, and I would suspect it was also paid for by the Chiefs, because I don't think the Chiefs are going to say, "Look, let's take 150, 200 grand and put it uh, with someone who's never played football outside of powder puff football or whatever." So she lasts all of eight months. This is the heroine. This is the one that is the hero of ESPN Disney two years ago. Again, this is not about Katie Sowers. This is not slamming on Katie Sowers. This is not slamming on her being a lesbian. This is slamming on the utter ridiculousness of ESPN, Disney, and the NFL. Katie Sowers, Kevin Maxson, um, you know, hey, uh, get all you can get out of them is the way I look at it. So she lasts eight months at Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know if the money ran out. I don't know if that program uh, was, you know, phased out. Uh, It was named after the great, uh, late, great uh, ex-NFL coach. and meant his name, uh, just Bill, and I cannot think of his last name. I'll think of it before we leave tonight. Um, It was was a program that was named after him. I don't know if the money ran out, but here's what I do know. That at the end of uh, eight months, uh, she was no longer on the team. That's what I do know. Uh, and I know that she was, uh, she quietly went to Ottawa, uh, to, to Canada. And she went to Ottawa, Ottawa University. And she now is uh, the, uh, working in strategic uh, advances for Ottawa University and she is the head flag football coach at Ottawa University. She is not the athletic, athletic strategies director, not the athletic director. She is, her sister is, uh, is, is a muckety-muck at, at Ottawa University, so she is presently there. Uh, and her sister got her to Ottawa University. So here's the question, the question is, Katie Sowers was this, was this great groundbreaking heroine, who was documented uh, on the pre-game, pre-game uh, broadcast of the Super Bowl in 2021, and now she's no longer in the NFL. Uh, she she's a footnote in history, and so listen if if you want to break ground, if you want. The, the way you lose credibility, Disney, the way you lose credibility, NFL, the way you lose credibility, Kansas City Chiefs, the way you lose credibility, 49ers, is uh, is hire people that are not qualified but because of their sexuality. Uh, and it is it is the worst thing that you can do for those people. And again, tonight, I'm not talking about... This has nothing to do with Katie Sowers. She just happens to be the person that filled the position. It has nothing to do with Kevin Maxson. It has everything to do with the NFL, with the 49ers, and in Katie Sowers' case, Kansas City Chiefs, making this this huge deal. So here's the question I walked in on a conversation uh, this evening. Uh, 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 Robin, who's our producer, was on the phone with a young man who's very uh, well-studied and well-read, and he was talking about uh, the the agenda of sexualizing children at such, a, such an early age. And th- 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 it's way too long for this uh, episode tonight, but I want to wrap this up and kind of tell you, because I always like to ask myself, So if something doesn't make sense, if it doesn't make sense financially, if it doesn't make sense organizationally, if it doesn't make sense as far as in your hiring strategy, then here's the million-dollar question. Why? Why would you do it? Okay? Some would say, well, it's just the evil of our world, and so they're wanting to promote. Disney just wants to promote uh, because it's, it's... this global system, this whole one-world global system, uh, and it's corrupt and it's it's uh, immoral at its very roots, and all that is true. But but there's a reason. Climate change. Why uh, all the sexualization of children at such a young age? Why? And go back and look at what drives climate change. And this was what the young man that was talking to Robin today and man it was like a light bulb clicked on. I was like, he's right. Uh, and, and the question was why do you think there is this huge sexualization of children? Because studies have proven that children that are sexualized at a young age, physically abused children that began to become sexually active at young ages that, uh, Primarily before uh, age 18, but even up to age 21. Any, uh, and, and it makes total sense that the, the younger you are sexualized, according to studies, the, the less likely it is for you to be able to bear children and, and, and for a woman, because men still can't bear children for somebody uh, in real Linda that may not realize that. Nor can they breastfeed children, men. That is, so uh, that's for everybody in real. Linda uh, tr- tribute to Rush Limbaugh. So why, why climate change? The whole reason for climate change preaching and over taxation and all that is is the the seed of that is population control. What is the seed or what is the genesis of abortion? It started out with Margaret Sanger and it's population control. Uh, what is the whole, uh, the, the World Bank and the World Health Organization? Uh, it's founded and based in population control. It is all about the, the eradicating of humans. Now, you, you look at it and you go, boy, he's really, this guy's a flat earther. He's really going off the deep end. Okay, well, just hold with me for a moment and go back and look in history and look at the most powerful civilizations that have ever existed. Let's start with the uh, the Egyptians who were by far the most advanced uh, technologically, uh, intellectually, culturally, and certainly financially. What was one of the main tenets of the early uh, Egyptian empire? It was the destroying of children. It was the keeping of the Israelites and the destroying of children. You go to Jesus's time in the first century, and you look when Jesus was born. What was going on in this the most powerful civilization known to man after the after Pharaoh and, and the Egyptians was the Roman, Holy Rome, or the Roman Empire, and what were they doing? They were destroying children, uh, and so there is. And Jesus said it himself. When he walked the earth, he said, look, I've come to give you life and give it to you more abundantly, but the devil's come to steal, kill, and destroy. What this immoral, uh, corrupt, evil opposition, spiritual opposition that, that uh, you see in this world is the eradication of the human race. Don't you find it amazing that People like the head of the World Health Organization, these huge uh, global concerns, they'll get up the Bill Gates of the world and talk about how we need to do something about population control. And my my assertion is, will you go first? If you don't, if you think the world is overpopulated, then do something about it. Uh, if you think there's too many, uh, if there's too much carbon in the air. Then quit flying jet airplanes. You go first. You're the one preaching this junk, so you go first. But that's not how it happens, is it? And so if you look at Disney, you look at transvestites reading to children, you look at all this uh, sexualization of children, you look at this uh, just onslaught against children, this constant Disney of all the things that you could promote in a movie you promote uh, the most heinous, the most immoral, the most ungodly, uh, the most degradative, uh, and I don't know if that's even a word, uh, uh, principles and things. And what is it? It's about the ruining of innocence. Uh, and, and it's really about limiting the population ultimately. That, yeah, I know it's a stretch. But if you look at it and you think about it, that is the ultimate goal is to limit the population. Because here's the bottom line. The elites of the world feel like they are the only ones that deserve. The unwashed masses don't deserve to live. Only they uh, deserve to live. Listen, evil is, is founded in pride. Uh, the Bible says, uh, and I don't know I will quote scriptures here, and that probably really irks a few of you. Uh, but but it's all I know, so forgive me. But, you know, it's pride and a haughty spirit that goes before a fall. But if you'll look at every, whether it was Mussolini or whether it was Hitler or whether it was uh, uh, Shea or, or whether it was Mao, uh, you look at all of these uh, leaders was about eradicating humanity, but not them. Because they felt superior. They felt a superiority uh, to everyone around them. And so that people died, that people, uh, you know, their lives were taken tragically in masses, it was of little consequence to them because they didn't deserve to live anyway. And you, now, we've got our nice guys in their starch white shirts and their uh, Ivy League ties and their, uh, you know, blue blazers, uh, uh, you know, on Capitol Hill and, uh, and what I like to refer to as War Inc, wanting to start wars, they have no desire to stop these wars. They, they are promoting these wars for their own uh, good, uh, for the, to, to fulfill their own bank account. They're not going to send their kids. They're going to send your kids. Their kids are going to get exempt. Their kids are going to be in a jack office, you know, uh, pushing paper. They're not going to be on the front lines. It's going to be your kids. It's going to be the factory worker. It's going to be the guy with grease on his fingernails. It's going to be the woman that is uh, flipping burgers, you know, uh, in, in a diner in, in in L.A. That's, you know, that that's whose kids uh, are running a food truck. That's going to be the people's kids that are going to die in the wars. That's who gets shipped back over here in flag draped coffins. It's not the elites. And so, what is all of this evil about this? sexualization, this promoting of the most degra- degradation and immorality. It is to oversexualize, uh, to do the same thing that the Maoists did in China, and that is they created a one-child policy. In America, you know what the, what their goal is is the no-child policy. They don't state that, but that's exactly what it is. Listen, if you can get all the men uh, uh, chasing men, you get all the women chasing women, there are no children. Newsflash. A, a, a woman and a woman uh, can't have a child. A man and a man can't have a child. And so, uh, yeah, will they inseminate a few here and there? And uh, a, a, And I get confused when I start trying to describe this stuff but a woman, I mean a man that looks just like a man, but really biologically is a woman, and they'll impregnate that person and say, see there, a man could have a child. It's like, no, they can't. That is a woman dressed up and acting like a man with a man's haircut. But, but the end results of all that is, and I know I went on a tangent, and it's like, man, he's losing it. But, but just stay with me. Look at it from a 30,000 feet view and see this. The whole goal is to do what the most evil people in the world have always done in every means possible, and that is to sexualize children, to destroy children. That's what they did way back in the Old Testament, what they did back in, you know, Fifty-five hundred years ago, you know what they sacrificed? They didn't sacrifice bulls and goats, and uh, everybody except for the Israelites. They didn't sacrifice. Uh, uh, they sacrificed humans, and it wasn't just it wasn't adult humans. They sacrificed children on altars. Go read. Go read in the history books. Don't read the Bible. Read in the history books, uh, and so nothing's changed. So how in the world did we get from Kevin Maxson, the new hero of Disney and ESPN? Don't you find it strange that, es that Disney bought ESPN, and they're promoting uh, all of this sexualization, and uh, in their movies uh, now in sports in the cultural uh, most attractive and most popular cultural uh, gathering places, sports, entertainment, movies, television, is to promote this immorality, get you know, grooming young women to to think, oh, uh, you know, I'm supposed to love women. Or I, I'm not a woman, I'm a man. And men, I'm not a man, I'm a woman. You know, I'm not a male, I'm a female. And I'm not a female, I'm a male. But all all of that is is to... Continue to limit uh, the population. Uh, now, that is not just about eliminating the population. It, it, it is about dest- it's killing, stealing. It's killing, and what you can't kill, you steal, and what you can't steal, you destroy. That's the goal. So what our goal is, what my goal is, is to state it when I see it to say it when I see it. Now, some of you, and I don't blame you one bit, when you hear this, you go, man, that guy is radical. That guy is nuts. Okay, do me a favor. Listen to this again. Go back, read history. Read, look, and then ask yourself this question. Why? Okay, so they're, they, they're sick. Okay, Why? But what is the end goal? The end goal is to destroy society. The end goal uh, is to make, uh, to create as much confusion, to to steal what you can, destroy what you can, but kill everything that you can't steal and destroy. That is the end goal. But here's the positive side. Uh, one little light in the darkest room brings light. Darkness cannot overcome light. And so I want to encourage you, don't be silent. Don't be afraid. When everybody on your softball team, when everybody is is just accepting things, you don't have to be abrasive. You don't have to ever be rude or ugly to someone that is practicing uh, lifestyles Whether whether it's homosexuality, adultery, fornication, you don't have to be mean or rude to those people, but neither do you have to accept things that are abnormal as normal. And so here's the admonition: the admonition is love your family, raise them, and listen. When if you're in in a movie and uh, watching a Disney movie, and something you know, I want you to be able to recognize the garbage when it's trying to be uh, pumped into your child's brain, you take your popcorn and your drinks and kids, we're going to Baskin Robbins, we're going to get ice cream. We're not watching another minute of that. Let's go. And then you explain to them in the most docile and kind and unalarming way possible that you, you're you not going to march to, that, to beat to that drum. Uh, and that's where it starts. It starts with not buying their merchandise. It starts with not doing uh, and promoting the things that they promote or buying the things that they promote, not watching their movies, uh, not uh, turning off ESPN. And, uh, and here's the thing. Uh, I heard a guy say one time, TF10, he said this. He said, you know, he said, the Bible says Jesus said this, you, I'm talking about you, the listener, you are the salt of the earth. And if the salt quits being put on things, uh, if the salt isn't used, then the things that need salt uh, go wanting. And then he made this observation, I'll leave you with this. uh, And he said this, he said, don't ever forget, that he said, nothing changes the taste of salt. You can put a steak on salt, salt still tastes like salt, but salt changes the taste of everything it touches. So your job and my job is to be salt and light In the in, maybe in the most uh, inane, maybe the smallest, insignificant ways, but starting with our family. I always have said this about Noah. Noah lived in a time much like we live in. And it was dark. The Bible says the earth was, the the people of the earth, their minds were on evil continually. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And, And what he found was a set of blueprints and he built a boat. And nobody else got on the boat but Noah and his seven family members. And I always said this Noah is the greatest preacher that ever lived. Because in a world that was the darkest, he saved his entire family. And listen, your job, my job as men and women is to save our family first and to speak out and to take a stand and say, you know what? Uh, We can love everybody, but we don't have to put up with this stuff. Not in school, not in sports, not in our entertainment, and enough is enough. All right, that's the Red Pill Sports Podcast. It's been brought to you by Red River Auto, redriverauto.com, and MyPillow, mypillow mypillow.com. Don't forget the promo code RED. This is Donnie Copeland saying I hope you have a wonderful week, and uh, you take care of yourself, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Red Bull Sports Podcast, brought to you by by the Doc Doc Washburn Show Family of of Podcasts, Uh, a Yetter Media company. Company.